0: Love it. Made it through. Yeah, sing. Come on, where you are? Sing with him. Come on, sing it. Keep singing, y'all. God kept me here. Sing, y'all. Come on, y'all. Yeah, we can still praise. Him. Huh? Hey, another day's journey. God kept me here. Come on, let them hear your music ministry. Come on, sing out there with us, y'all. I made it. I made it. You made it out there. Yeah, but God kept me. You gotta love it, y'all. You gotta love it. Yeah. Move spirit up in here. Move spirit. Yeah. God kept me here. God kept me here. Come on, wherever you are, put your blessed hands together. That is a mighty word. I've made it through another day's journey, giving honor to God for this day and for this occasion. Where I am, he brought me all that I know. He taught me in spite of my flaws. He kept me And the many times I was sure enough wrong. He never left me. I'm thankful to be in this space coming to you today. certainly want to give a rousing hand clap wherever you are to our pastor, Pastor Sparks, and to all of the leadership at 45th Street Baptist Church to our outstanding music ministry that's kept it going to all of the team members here at the church who allow us to come to you. Uh, you all haven't seen what I have had the opportunity to see, but we have a dedicated team of folk that just love the Lord and love 4-5 that allows us the privilege of coming to you. So we got to salute our dream team members. We were slightly delayed. I want to thank Anthony for serving as our pulpit conductor. I want to thank our, our dynamic men who helped lead in the song service today. And we're going to have a hallelujah good time. It's unconventional, it's different. Pastor has said this consistently, but wherever we are, we can still praise the Lord the way we know how to do it. And we're going to do that again this morning. And so we have a lot of folks that are that are tuning in. The great thing is Pastor has noted is this ministry allows us, this virtual ministry allows us the opportunity to reach across city lines, county lines, state lines, reach across, um, reach into international waters. And so we're glad that you came with us today. Um, For those of you who have been hearing Pastor Style, I'm a little bit different, so let me tell you what you're about to hear so you're not surprised. It's always my prayer that I might be able to give a message to you that has three components. First of all, one that is powerful. I don't want to bore you, I don't want to bore anybody else. Secondly, one that is practical, I don't want to talk over anybody's head. And then lastly, one that is portable, I want you to take it with you. I don't know enough to be as deep as our pastor, but I will be direct. I might not be as clever as Reverend Bristol, but I will be clear. I aspire to inspire before I expire. I get excited when I get to talk to my folk. When I get excited, I talk fast. So y'all listen a little bit faster. We still in church, virtual or not. So if I say something you agree with, y'all better talk back to me where you are and say amen. If I say something you already knew, say I understand. And if I say something wrong, whisper real salt, text it, type it, tweet it, real small, help him Lord. Let's get on down to business. Father's Day month. Father's Day month. I'm holding the whole month. Shades of fatherhood. This year, thank you, Pastor Sparks. Pastor Sparks decided to set aside a month for fathers. Deacon Langham, we got a month and it's been a dynamic month at that. So let's do a recap. First Sunday, Pastor Spars gave us a mighty word, talked to us about daddy lessons, something that we could all take from us. First Wednesday, on our 45 Minutes of Purpose, we heard from Corin Harper, Gerald Hurry, and Charles Winston. They gave us daddy discussion number one. Move to the second Sunday. Reverend O. Casanova brought us a mighty word. Tell me what you want. (laughs) Brought us a mighty word from Reverend Bristow. Moved to the second Wednesday, 45 Minutes of Purpose. We heard a very (laughs) riveting discussion from our very own Anthony, David, Alvin, and then our DA, Danny Carr. They gave us daddy discussion number two, a little bit of street talk. Riveting discussion, we learned a lot about some of our non-swimming is in the community. Then on the third Sunday, Reverend Sparks, Pastor Sparks, reminded us that there's a little Superman in all of us. So that brings us to today. We get to round out Father's Day month. And with today being the last Sunday in our tribute to fathers, I thought I would take a little bit of a different approach to put a ribbon on things. So, for those of you that, that have your Bibles where you are, I know we're tech savvy these days, so you can turn your Bibles, you can thumb them type on your phone, or you can ask Siri or Google to turn to the book of Mark 16, 15th, 16th chapter, 15 through 18th verses. Mark 16th chapter, 15th through 18th verses. I'm gonna read from the NIV version and again because we're virtual. Uh, Most people have the gadgets. I can go ahead and jump right into it, and it reads thus. It says, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Thus ends the reading of the word of God. Again, I thought that I would take a different approach today to put a ribbon on things. And from this scripture, I would like to use as my central thought, the just us lead because there is no justice it's just us the just us lead because there is no justice it's just us last week pastor sparks did a replay of a message where he did a powerful comparison of superman and how each of us has some of those qualities that Superman has in us. After he walked it for us, and man, he did walk it, it's not difficult for any man, especially four, five men, to understand how we can use Superman's life as a guide for us, Reg. He said, first of all, you gotta know your mission. Second of all, you gotta know your kryptonite. Third, you gotta know who your super friends are. And four, you gotta know your lowest Lane. Not your Wonder Woman, but your lowest Lane. It was powerful, practical, and portable. That's something that we Sparks men strive to do whenever we bring you a word. I thought we would keep the party going and I would pick up where Pastor left off to close us out. So let's go there. For anyone that has followed the Superman story, you know that Superman by himself is not how the story ended. If you've been watching superhero movies as of late, you know First thing they did was made Superman, the Man of Steel. But that led to another movie, which was Batman versus Superman, and it had a subtitle. The subtitle was The Dawn of Justice. That movie led to another movie, and the title of that movie was The Justice League. The Justice League. We're going to stop right there, put a pen right there, We're gonna come back to that. I think it's important to give you a little background on how we got to the Justice League. So I'm gonna give you the prequel, Pastor Last Sunday gave you the midquel, then I'm gonna close out by giving you the sequel. So let's go to the prequel. In 1903, a British play by the name of the Scarlet Pimpernel popularized the idea of masked Avengers who performed heroic exploits with a secret identity. That paved the way for the idea that there are those among us, heroes with powers and abilities that are extraordinary out of this world. These extraordinary heroes, they conceal their identities and they drew inspiration of concealing their identities from the masked vigilantes of the American Old West. Pastor Sparks talks often how he likes the Old West, mass vigilantes, vigilantes like the San Diego vigilantes and the ball knobbers. They all fought outlaws while wearing masks. So this paved the way for a team that many of us are quite familiar with today, for a term, that many of us are quite familiar with today. And in 1917, we were first introduced to the term superhero. Superhero. By definition, super means to a great or extreme degree. Hero is a person of superhuman qualities and often semi-divine origin. All right? Super, to a great or extreme degree. Hero, a person of superhuman qualities and often semi-divine origin. Superhero. And then we were introduced to characters like Zorro, 1919. Buck Rogers, 1928. Flash Gordon, 1934. These were the first superheroes. They all had costumes. This group paved the way for some non-costume heroes. They also had extraordinary abilities, or now superheroes, as they would be called. You had Potterruzzo in 1928. You had Popeye the Sailor Man, 1929, and you had Hugo Banner in 1930. In the 1930s, those trends came together and created superpowered costume heroes, such as Japan's Ogobat 1931, The Prince of Gamma 1930, Man Drake the Magician in 1934, and then the most well-known and beloved superhero was created in 1938, and his name was Superman. Why was Superman so well-known and beloved? Well, Superman is an immigrant story. Pastor talked a little bit about this. It was meant to speak to socioeconomic issues. See, the co-creators of Superman were six men. You've heard of one of them probably, Stan Marvel. He cre- Stan Lee. He created Marvel. But it was also a gentleman named Jack Kirby, Joe Kubert, Will Eisner, Jerry Siegel, and Joe Schuster. All of these men were children of Jewish immigrants. So what's the relevance? Side note, in the first half of the 20th century, coming out of the Great Depression, you had immigrant communities looking for ways to empower themselves professionally and creatively. Comic books and superheroes were their creative way out. So superhero is in, Superman is an immigrant story because he comes from another planet, lands in America to pursue a better life. So people could relate to Superman. They needed some inspiration coming after the Great Depression. So people could relate to Superman, because as Pastor said, there's a little Superman in all of us. This time was called the Golden Age of Comics, and it went all the way to the 1950s. Keep walking with me. Superman's creation paved the way, and it was the magic formula for characters with secret identities and superpowers. There's now estimated to be over 60,000 superheroes. Keep going. In the mid-1950s, the golden age of comics turned into the silver age of comics. And a writer by the name of Gardner Fox had a great idea. He decided, he said, you know what? This formula works. I'm going to join the forces of seven of the world's greatest superheroes to come together to defeat a giant alien starfish that is bent on world domination. This alien starfish gonna tear the world up. His name was Starro the Conqueror. So he put seven of the greatest superheroes together. This group would come to be known as the Justice League of America. The Justice League of America. Who were they? Familiar names, you're looking at them. Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, the Martian Manhunter, and last but certainly not least, the leader of the bunch, Superman. The Justice League of America was formed to defeat the enemy, albeit a made-up enemy, but it was an enemy. Well, I'm here today to tell you all, we still have an enemy to defeat. And guess what? We don't have the Justice League, but we do have the Justice But before I get too far in my message, I'm going to give you a little background on this text, why I use this text. Because I think it guides us in this moment. So let's take a walk. First of all, let's look at Mark the book. What is this book? Mark is the 41st of 66 books in the Bible. Got 16 chapters, 678 verses, 14,949 words. It's after the book of Matthew, before the book of John. Mark is one of the four Gospels. It's actually the shortest of the four. It was written in the dates of 60 to 80 A.D. John Mark... A companion of Simon Peter is the one that's given credit with writing it. He wrote this gospel, though, using Peter's eyewitness accounts. But at least four other people contributed to the writing of this book. Basically, y'all, this book is short. It's got a few words. This book is succinct. It's to the point. And this book is swift. It's fast-moving because it constantly uses words like immediately. That concludes the book of Mark. Next, let's look at the man Mark. Who was Mark? Mark was the son of Mary. He's the cousin of Barnabas. He lived in Jerusalem. The church used to come and meet at his house. He went with Paul and his cousin, Barnabas, on the first ever missionary journey. He left that missionary journey, went back to Jerusalem, spent a lot of his time talking to Peter, who gave him a lot of information for this book. That concludes Mark the Man. Lastly, let's look at the contents of Mark. So what's in this book? The book of Mark tells the ministry of Jesus from his baptism by John the Baptist to his death and burial and then his discovery of the, of the empty tomb. In chapters 1 through 8, Jesus is traveling north and preaching. In chapter 8, the disciples finally understood why Jesus was teaching. And then in chapters 8 through 16, Jesus is traveling south to Calvary's cross, but he's still teaching, all right? That's enough background. Let's get to the matter at hand. In this text right here, in this chapter right here, and among these verses right here, Jesus is giving the commission to the 11 remaining disciples who were all followers of his. Why? Because Jesus was upset. He was upset, Dwayne, because the disciples did not believe the folks that said they saw Jesus, Reverend Bristow, after he had risen from the dead. So Jesus said to them, after he presented himself, he said, "Now you see me. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will be cast out demons, they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover." That's what he told them. He was telling them, you. Have the power. Basically, he says, now when you go, you will see signs. And then demons will bind. You will speak a new line. Because you will have a new mind. You will not die from deadly wine. From your touch, sickness will unwind. Because I am the true vine. Then you will go into the world and you will show everybody that you mind. He was telling them, you have the power. All right? Let's go back. Go back to where we left off. The justice leads. Why did the world need the Justice League? Why? I told you the forces of the seven seven of the world's greatest superheroes needed to come together to defeat a giant alien starfish that was bent on world domination. His name was Starro the Conqueror. Starro was a metaphor for all of the socioeconomic issues of that time. So basically, the Justice League was created out of a need to address the socioeconomic issues of the time. Remember, it was right after the Great Depression. So what were those issues? Lack of education, cultural and religious discrimination, unemployment, poverty, widespread corruption. Does that sound familiar to anybody? All right, very real issues. Those very real issues still exist today in our community. How do I know? I know because I can look around in our community and I see issues that we should not have in our community. I see them live in the living color. You see them where you are. Yeah, what are those issues? I see the issues we have in education. We ought to still be able to properly educate our children, even during a a pandemic. We got standardized tests, but we don't have standardized schools. Socioeconomic issues. The richest country in the world should be able to find a vaccine for a global health crisis that we saw coming almost a year ago. Socioeconomic issues. We should have communities with restaurants that will feed us and not fold on us, churches that teach cleansing and not competition, and citizens that see personal pride instead of public power, socioeconomic issues, We ought to be able to walk out of our house, walk down the street, leave your door unlocked, go to a neighborhood grocery store, socioeconomic issues. We should understand, you don't walk out of the house looking and talking no any kind of way, because you understand you represent your family, your community, and your people. Socioeconomic issues. We should be able to live the adage, it takes a village to raise a child and then that same child should be able to turn around and raise the village. Socioeconomic issues. We should feel comfortable sending our children to community schools without fearing that they would get shot up, cut up because children know when grown folk talk, they better shut up or get their behinds toe up so they can be educated, so they can move on up. Socioeconomic issues. Our sons should know to say a man instead of a dog, to choose studying over stealing, praying over pimping, church over chilling. We ought to have more children fathers instead of baby daddies. Socioeconomic issues. Our daughters ought to know what to look for in a man because they ought to know that when these no-good dudes show up, and try to raise up, they better step up because if they try to knuckle up or try to get the hook up, pretty soon a strong Christian daddy is going to show up. So economic issues. Amen. Amen. We should not have. But we have them. Guess what, y'all? The Justice League ain't coming because there is no justice. It's just us. But I believe that just us is more than enough. We're gonna take a commercial break, sip some of this water so I can make sure I keep coming live in the living color to y'all. Thank you, Nephra. I know y'all like, get back to the word. Put that water down. I'm gonna drink this water. Just us is enough if we believe it is. There are three reasons that I believe that just us is enough. First of all, just us is a plus. Just us is a plus. What does that mean? That means you don't lose anything with just us. Some folks think if I ain't got the Justice League walking around, I ain't got nothing. No, you don't lose nothing because we come around. You actually gain something. Just us league ain't short on ability. Don't get it twisted now. All right, based on scripture, right here, word of God. Christian fathers have the superpower needed to do our job. We can actually do things, Reverend Bristow, Pastor Fox, out there, that other fathers can't do. The word lays it out plain for us. We got the power, T. All right? So, what does the word say? Starts off in Acts 1 and 8. It says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That's right. So, what is that power? Listed in Mark 17 17. It says, In my name, They will cast out demons. That means Christian fathers, when the Holy Spirit descends upon us, y'all, we can cast out demons. We can protect our families, our children from the enemy. Number two, Corinthians 5 and 7 says we walk by faith and not by sight. That means we don't have to see it because we believe it. Number three, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 says, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's us. Christian fathers. Number four, Acts 16 and 31 says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Which means as Christian fathers, we are saved and our families are saved too. Yeah. Power. Alright, number six. It says, in Acts 1 and 8, you shall be my witnesses. Which means we can bring other folks to Christ because we know him ourselves. That is power. Just us is a plus. Christian fathers have Power. If you don't believe that, just look back through history. God has used Christian fathers to do mighty things for generations. We've always had the power. How do I know? Because I got the power of the Word. Walk through the Word. When, for instance, when God got ready to starve the human race, he got a man named Adam. That's power. When he was ready to bless the race, he got a man named Abraham. That's power. When he got ready to lead the race, he got a man named Moses, that is power. When he got ready to march the race, got a man named Joshua, that is power. When he wanted wisdom for the race, he used a man named Solomon, that is power. When he wanted strength for the race, he used a man named Samson, that is power. When he wanted a musician, for the race, got a man named David. That is power. When he wanted a weeper for the race, he used a man named Jeremiah. That is power. When he wanted patience for the race, he used a man named Job. That is power. When he wanted somebody to teach the race, he used a man named Daniel. That is power. When he got ready to baptize the race, he used a man named John the Baptist. That is power. When he wanted a preacher for the race, he used a man named Paul. That is power. And when he needed a savior for the race, he sent a man. Man named Jesus. That is power. Christian fathers have the power, but we have to believe that just us is a plus. I'm sorry, y'all. Just this ain't coming. All we have is just us. And I believe that just us is more than enough. Y'all believe that? Y'all believe that? Can I sip this water so I can get through this message? Just us, just us is a plus. That's my first point. My second point, number two, just us, you can trust. Just us, you can trust. You can trust Reg, you can trust Wayne, you can trust Ram Bristow, Big and Lamb, you can trust us, ladies, folks viewing us virtually. Y'all know what? I'm not gonna totally hate on the Justice League. Because we, the Just Us League, we actually got a lot in common with them. See, the interesting thing about the Just This League and some other superheroes is many of the characters, the qualities that they have, I think it mirrors some of the characters and qualities of some of the 45th Street Just Us League. And while the Just This League won't ever show up at your doorstep, the Just Us League is living right in your house. And you don't even know. All right, in a recent survey taken by me, approved by myself and certified by I, I found that our Christian fathers right here at 45 have some just is in us. Some of us are even marvel us. What do you mean, brother Sparks? Well, for example, take the likes of Aquaman. Y'all know Aquaman? Aquaman, he's also known as the king of the seven seas, the marine marvel, the protector of the deep. Some of his qualities are he has telepathy. That means he can read people's minds. He can recover from injuries fast, and he can swim really well. Based on one of our 45 minutes of purpose, we know who ain't no Aquaman. Translation, that means Aquaman knows what you're thinking when you need help. He can recover well from when he's down, and he's gifted in the non-traditional crafts and arts. Now maybe it's just me, but that sure does remind me of some folk at 4'5". Who does that remind me of? That reminds me of folk like Deacon Art Bailey, and Antonio McDonald, and Reggie Yarbrough, and it reminds me of Ashley Finley. You see Reggie, particularly in the Irish, he's a, he's a man of the arts. Ashley Finley, if you ever talked to Ashley, hey, what's going on, man, what's going on? Dwayne, on them drums. He's a man of the arts. Jared Miles, Larry Lewis, Ronald Flowers, James Geddes, World Traveler, all right? These folks are gifted in the non-traditional arts. These are some of Four Five's Aquaman. How about Black Panther? Y'all know it? Wakanda Fever. Black Panther. Y'all know Black Panther? Characteristics. He has genius level intellect. He's a master of the martial arts. Tactician, strategist, inventor. He uses technology and equipment. Translation, what is Black Panther? He is smart, he is kind, and he is important. That's who Black Panther is. Now maybe it's just me, but that sure does remind me of some folk at 4-5. So who are our 4-5 Black Panthers? How about Deacon Fyotha Moore? Our very own Bruce, Bruce Leroy? Yeah. Willie Hudson? Greg splunk Use this technology. We ain't got vibranium, but we got this equipment in here he be playing with. Tyrone Hall, Brian Green, Deacon Alvin Langham. Wakanda forever, Deacon Langham. Derek Maddox, Foster McClain, Walter Wright. These are four fives, Black Panthers. How about Spider Man? Everybody loves your friendly neighborhood, Spider Man. Characteristics, Spider-Man, genius intellect, proficient scientist, many people don't know that about him. Superhuman strength, speed, durability, agility, stamina, reflexes, coordination, balance, and endurance. But the interesting thing about Spider-Man is he is one of the youngest superheroes. Spider-Man is a teenager. He's a young gun. Translation, he's young. He's gifted, and thanks to Miles Morales, he's black, and thank God he got it like that. Now, maybe it's just me, but that sure does remind me of some 4 5 Young Guns. So, who are the Spider Man 4 5? How about Deacon Anthony Spars? Pooh is what we call him. How about David Dada? How about George Davis? How about Carlton Davis? How about Cameron Davenport? Yes, Cam, Cam a daddy. Right now, he a daddy to so many folk. How about Augustus Gushaw, Daryl Oliver, the Montreal Bass, J.T.S. Hudson, Terence Goshe, Walter Means, Richard Cade. All of these are our younger, these little young thundercats running around here. All right, these are our spider man Next up is a character Many of you probably don't know, but his name is Groot. Groot. Many folks don't know who Groot is. Groot is a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Groot, what are his characteristics? He can absorb wood, absorb wood as food, has the ability to regenerate. He can control trees and plants, uses them to attack others. He appears resistant to fire. He's able to sprout dramatically, all right? Groot. Interesting thing about Groot, though, is he doesn't say very much. In fact, Groot only says three words. He says, I am Groot. I am Groot. If you ask him, are you hungry? I am Groot. Where did you go? I am Groot. What time is it? I am Groot. However, the people that he's talking to know exactly what he's saying. Translation. Groot can build things, he's good with his hands, he protects the folks he loves like, his super, like the other superheroes, but he doesn't say very much. He lets his actions do the talking. Now maybe it's just me, but that shoot sure does remind me of a bunch of four, five men. Who does it remind me of? It reminds me of Saul May, Calvin Haynes, Napoleon Pleasant, Lindbergh Carter, Stephen Posey, Daniel Sledge, ain't gonna say very much, but you know he there. Anthony Mo Moses, sit right back there. All right, Isaiah Williams, Bobby Wells, Jesse Barber, John Coleman, Luther Spencer, Maurice Oldby, Paul Coleman, Roderick Davenport, and William Gardner. These men don't say much, but their actions show enough due to talking for them. These are the 45th Street versions of Groot. How about the Incredible Hulk? Woo, woo! Yes, uh, sir, Fofi got some Hulks. Y'all know the Hulk. Superhuman strength becomes more powerful as his emotion increases. As Bruce Banner, he possesses genius-level intellect and is an expert in his field. Translation, the Hulk can reach, teach, and preach, or he can growl Bark and bite, it's your choice, just depending on how you step to him. Now maybe it's just me, but that show does remind me of a few four or five men. Who does that sound like? Well, I've known for 40 some years that Pastor Sparks got some hook in it. How about Robert Maddox? How about Daryl Thomas? Mason Barry? Willie Miles? Ashley Finley? Andre Meadows, Paul Kelly, Paul Kelly, oh yeah, oh Casanova, you better tell him. Root, Root, Roo, Root, roo, roo, roo. Casanova, James Dixon, Kenneth Gardner, these are our incredible Hulks of 4-5. Then last but certainly not least, Deadpool. 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 Y'all ought to see some of these folk in here. Like, whoa, oh, 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 oh. oh Lord, Deadpool. Deadpool is an interesting superhero. His characteristics is he's an expert marksman. He has agility and he can use his weapons. The problem is, with Deadpool, sometimes he's good and sometimes he ain't. All right? Translation. Deadpool is that Christian pop father that will say that God's still working on me, all right? If you ask him, he might say, I ain't all the way saved yet, all right? That, that, that Deadpool father, he might say a few Bible words and a few non-Bible words, all right? Deadpool might have a goon squad with it, all right? He might have some heat somewhere. He might have a little thug in it, all right? Now, maybe it's just me, but that sure do remind me of Nope, I ain't going to say it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to even do it. I know y'all wanted to know. Y'all wanted to know who it was. I know. I ain't going to say the fathers we got in this category. But y'all better know, we got some daddies in there. Some of them are in the other categories, too. But I tell y'all this, y'all better be glad we got some Deadpool daddies. at four, five, baby. Woo, you better be glad. Better be glad. You got to have some Deadpool daddies. All right, just us, you can trust. And while the Justice League won't ever show up at your doorstep, the Just Us League is living right in your house. So for those folks still waiting, remember, the Justice League ain't coming. All we have is just us. And I believe that just us is more than enough. Last but not least, let me get this water so I can go around this out, Mm-hmm. Point number three. Just us is a must. Just us is a must. Just in case y'all didn't notice, the Justice League is unreliable. What do you mean? They entertain you for a few minutes, and then they leave you for a few years. Most of the time, you don't know where they are, because they hiding somewhere. You can't have a conversation with them. Like, you can't go say, Superman, why don't you wear boxer briefs instead of them little bitty red, little tiny little underwear? Like, you can't go talk to a member of the Justice League. They are unreliable. But you can always count on the Just Us League, because we'll be there. And we wear a number of different hats, too, like what? Well, just us, lead, first of all, we're preachers. We teach our children how to pray because we know there's power in prayer. The Lord tells us the importance of prayer in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. So let's break it down. What's the importance? Why should we teach it? The verse begins with if, that's possibility. My people, that's personal, which are called by my name, that's paternal, shall humble themselves, that's preparation and pray, that's power. Seek my face, that's privilege. Turn from their wicked ways, that's progress. Then I will hear from heaven, that's procedure. Forgive their sins, that's pardon, and heal their land, that is prosperity. There is power in prayer. No prayer, you've heard it before, no power. Little prayer, little power, much prayer, much power. When we teach our children how to pray, we teach them how to live in a world that forms us, where sin deforms us, where prison tries to reform us, where schools inform us, but where Christ transforms us when we pray. Just us League Fathers are preachers. Secondly, just us League Fathers are parents. We say it here all the time at 4-5. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. The key word is train. And just us league fathers know our job, first and foremost, is to train. Somebody else can help, but it's our job to do first. Primarily and I mean all the training too. our job is to potty train is to teach them how to pee is athletic training is to teach them how to play is spiritual training teach them how to pray and it's home training is teach them how to stay Because if you can't comply you got to go It's our job to teach them what they need to know we're the ones That will not try to just be friends. We're the ones that will say listen here little boy little girl You need to say yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you, please may I? We're the ones that'll say, children need to be seen and not heard. We're the ones that will say, sit your behind down in class and pay attention. We're the ones that will say, now don't take things that don't belong to you. We're the ones that will say, don't talk back. We're the ones that will say, now watch your little stank attitude and fix your face. We're the ones that will say, would you share? Stop being so stingy. We're the ones that will say, now don't interrupt when grown folk are talking to you. We'll say, now when you go over their house, don't go over there begging for food. We'll say, now keep your hands to yourself. We will say, you better not roll your eyes at me while I'm talking. We will say, don't be messy, don't be fussy, don't try hustling, stop that cussing. We will say, tell the truth. We will say, stop being mean. We will say, who do you think you are talking to in that tone? Or we will have to go burn burning mad, and we'll say, look now, don't don't make me raise up, because if I do, it's gonna be trouble, trouble, trouble. Keep talking, keep talking. Just Us lead fathers are parents. Just as League Fathers employ the stop, look, and listen method, we will say, stop. No, you cannot go on a cruise in the fourth grade with your friends, especially right now, because I'm trying not to let the corona get on you. We will say, stop. If you are under 12, be in before the street light come on. If you are 12 to 16, be in by 10. Ain't nothing you need to do past those hours. We will look at our young folk, whether they are our children or somebody else's. We're willing to pull them aside and say, your skirt is too short. Turn off that game. Pull your pants up. Put your belt on. Your top is too revealing. You're not going in that house. We will look at what they watch on their TV, their iPod, their iPad, or their iPhone. We will say, give me that password, give me the code. I bought it, so it's really my password, my code. We will listen to them talk, and when they sing, and when they whisper, you can't whisper around me. Whispering is bad manners. Just us league fathers are parents. What else do we do? What else do we do? Just us league fathers are principals. We're the first teacher. We don't rely on the school to do everything. What we can't do the school will assist. Just us League fathers are police officers. We're like Under Armour. We will protect this house. We are providers, all right? Our children know when daddy is needed, daddy going to work to get it. If we got to do it in one job, daddy going to get it. If it take two jobs, daddy going to do it. Whatever it takes to provide for our families, daddy's going to get it. No excuses. Just as League fathers are plumbers. We are the fix-it man. Whether we do it, or whether we pay somebody else to do it. We are the fix-it man. We are paramedics. When our babies are in trouble, they don't have to come to us because we gonna go to them. Justice League fathers are peacekeepers. When we walk in, we calm things down. Justice League fathers are a presence. We are there. During our children's roll call of life, we are there. Pastor does it every year. And he talks about and he celebrates what fathers do. We're present. Baby's born, present. Diapers change 12 times a night, present. First steps, present. First words, present. Sick in the middle of the night, present. Bass in the morning, present. Learning how to ride a bike, present. Cutting up in class, oh, ho, 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 I'm definitely present. Learning how to tie a tie, present. Hair needs to be done, present. Toes need to be polished, present. Waiting on a bra to finally fill out, present. Puberty, present. Science project, Present. Confused about algebra. I'm here because I don't know it either, so I can't be present, but I'll be right there with you and we'll be lost together till we can figure it out. Birds and the bees, present. Didn't make the squad, present. Football game, present. Dance recital, present. Another daddy talking crazy, I am, present. Honors and awards day, present. Track meet, present. Every single birthday present, Easter speech present, regular church service present, baptism present, falling in love present, falling out of love present, broken heart present, all graduations present, engagement present, yeah, present, all right, wedding present, in laws present, in laws becoming outlaws present, grandchildren want to hang out present, 45th Street, got some preacher principal, police officer, provider, plumber, paramedic, peacekeeper, and present fathers. Just Us is a must. And while the Just League won't ever show up at your doorstep, the Just Us League is living right in your house. So for those still waiting, remember Just Us, Just This ain't coming. All we have is Just Us. And I believe that Just Us is more than enough. In closing, y'all. There is no Justice League. There is no Justice League. It's only the Just Us League. And I believe our league is pretty good. Just Us is a plus. You don't lose nothing with us. Just Us, you can trust. We have qualities just like those fake superheroes. And Just Us is a must. We're reliable. Just Us is enough. So here I am. I'm just Cedric D. Sparks Sr. I work hard every day to be a good dad, to be a good father. I am a just us league daddy. I work hard at it every single day. I'm not perfect, but I try my best to get it right. However, I do think I have a Justice League member that I'm the most closely aligned to. And his name is Batman. Yeah, Batman. You know him as the Cape Crusader, the Dark Knight. His alter ego is Bruce Wayne. And he is super rich. That is his superpower. He is rich, rich. I mean, he's beyond rich, he's wealthy. He inherited his money from his parents, Thomas and Martha Wayne. So translation, Batman is a normal man with a lot of wealth that he inherited from his parents, which ultimately is his superpower. Now, in my dissecting of me, that sounds a lot like me. I'm not a Bruce Wayne, I'm I'm a dad man. All right, I'm a dad man. However, while I'm not rich, My father is rich in houses and lands. He holds the world in the palm of his hand. Rubies and diamonds, silver and gold. Tell him I'm a child of God. That's me, that's me. I'm a dad man. Yeah, I'm a dad man. Proud of being a member of the Just Us League. There I am. That's me, baby. That's me. Now, yeah, that's me. Now, just so you know, as I close, the Just Us League ain't crazy. We know we could not pull this month off by ourselves, right? I certainly could not have done today by myself. Why? Because we had to have the help of some dynamic ladies. See, in Pastor's message, he said that Superman needed Lois Lane. Superman needed Lois Lane. But the Justice League needed Wonder Woman. The Just Us League needs Wonder Woman too. Yeah, we have some 45th Street Wonder Women and these ladies have made sure that the shades of fatherhood came to you every Sunday, every Wednesday, live and in living color. If y'all could have seen these ladies working their Wonder Woman magic today, you would see exactly what I'm saying. What are Wonder Woman's powers? She can fight, she's strong, she has super speed, she has enhanced senses, and she has a golden lasso that when she wraps it around you, it make you tell the truth. Yeah, we have some Just Us League women. So who are our Just Us League women that have made today and this month all that it has been? This is who they are. Obviously, I would start with Pamela. She made sure I had the movement I needed. We gotta give it up for Chandra Splun. We gotta give it up For Theris Johnson, because you got to know, I couldn't pull all them doggone pictures by myself. That was Theris doing that. How about Miss Regina? Y'all know, when we get our announcements, let's pull together. How about Karen? Y'all been hearing Miss Karen, our first lady in the microphone on Sundays, y'all been hearing her singing? How about, y'all know it, Miss T? Miss T, y'all see T? playing on it, tickling the ivory, singing it. And then our two young little wonder ladies, Destiny and Anissa, y'all can't see them because they're behind the camera. Y'all better believe that we have some dynamic, dynamic wonder women. These are our wonder women. All right, everybody. That concludes Father's Day month, the shades of fatherhood. I want to encourage you, don't stop loving on us dads because we surely will not stop loving on you because we don't know what tomorrow brings. And I always end with a quote by Benjamin Elijah Mays where he said, I've only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it and I didn't choose it. Yet it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give an account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, yet eternity is in it. So yesterday's in the tomb, tomorrow's in the womb. Yesterday's a canceled check. Tomorrow's a promise or a no. But today, Just Us League is here. Today is a gift. That's why today is called the present. God bless y'all.